This episode is brought to you by CC's Loving Care, caring for the ones you love. This is Money Talks with TJ Howe from Triple H Financial. So when we say we help create and preserve your legacy, we're helping do a little pre-planning. If you plan, you make the decision. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, TJ provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding social security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. Retirement made easy. Let us show you how. And now here is Money Talks with TJ Howe. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another fabulous episode of Money Talks with me, your host, T.J. Howe, my lovely partner in crime. Well, we're not really in crime, but my good old buddy, Tony, has to take his daughter to visit a college this in the next couple of days, so he's traveling right now and unavailable. So you guys are stuck with just little old me, which is fine. We'll have fun, right? We'll get some things accomplished today. We're going to finish up our discussion that we'd been uh, having over the past two and a half weeks uh, regarding the distribution phase of our uh, lives, which is basically our retirement. And we talked about the five major issues that you've got to consider. And by the way, I just did a workshop uh, on my book. The title of my book is Stop Trusting the Experts. Common Problems, Uncommon Solutions, but really, I could have named it The Seven Major Threats to a Secure Retirement, How to Overcome Them. That's really what the title should have been, but everybody said, don't use the word threats. So I said, okay. I listened to them. Next time, I think I'll listen to myself and my gut instead. But anyway, the book is really more about the seven major pitfalls you and I are both going to face, either going into or during our retirement. Okay, so let's keep that in mind. So we had started talking about on the distribution phase of life, which is when you're done working, you're ready to call it a day. You're getting the gold watch treatment. You're, if they even give gold watches anymore, I don't know if they do unless you work for a big company. But used to be you'd get a gold watch and a nice little uh, luncheon that last Friday you were at the company and they'd send you off packing and saying, hey, George, have a nice rest of your life. You and Betty enjoy a little travel with the grandkids and so forth and off you'd go, you know, and, and boom. And two or three years later, you would find yourself uh, bored to death or dying of some disease because you didn't have a purpose anymore. And then you'd, you know, go about your business or be gone. So we don't want that to happen. We want that to go away. So here we go. Back to the beginning. Distribution phase, number one was market volatility and sequence of returns risk. Number two was longevity and health risks or health-related risks. We discussed those in great detail. We, In fact, we devoted an entire show to each one of those. We started to talk a little bit last show as we finished up the longevity issue. We started to talk about tax liabilities or tax issues, okay? And finally, the last two that we will address today are inflation and legacy planning. So let's 
take a moment and readdress the tax liability issue because I get a lot of questions. In fact, I got one last night delivering a policy to one of my new good friends and clients. And her big concern is, hey, am I going to have to pay tax on all this money? And I said, you bet you are. And she kind of got a scowl. And I said, hey, that's not my fault. That's just because you put it in a qualified plan uh, to begin with. And all we did was roll it over into one of these uh, safe money investments but it's still qualified. So now we've got to talk about, okay, so let's just say your income is going to take a huge drop going towards or into retirement. Let's say you get there first. Okay. So you get to retirement and now you're wondering, Oh boy, I uh, really don't want to pay all this tax on all this income my wife and I are getting. So what are some options? What's a, what's an opportunity? Well, I'll tell you the big opera, the biggest opportunity, is considering converting to a Roth IRA or exercising your right to convert to a Roth or what we would call Roth conversion, okay? So what does that mean? Let's talk about that because you've heard that term before. I'm sure you've heard other financial advisors talk about it as well. So what what does all that mean? Okay, let's keep it simple. So you have a bucket of pre-qualified money in an IRA or a 401k. Most of you, it's going to be in your 401k, especially as you're getting ready to leave your job. Okay. You've got your 401k you're taking with you now, which is your nest egg, your big bucket of money. Hopefully it's big bucket of money. In some cases you started late, not so big. I understand. I've run across several of those lately too. And if that's the case, then mm, you may have to keep working a little longer and maybe don't walk away quite when you thought you should. Okay. But if you can, walk away uh, with stability and your income being stable, then again, if you can afford it, walk away. But you're worried about taxes. So let's just pretend some of you out there have a million dollars in your 401k plan. Okay. Or more there. There's probably a few of you that have a lot more than that. So I'm, I'm going to, you know, just pretend that uh, we're sitting on a million to keep it simple. So we understand each other. Okay. So you come to me or Triple H Financial Group, and you say, hey, TJ, you know, I read your book and I uh, liked some of the thoughts and ideas in it, but now it's time to put pencil to paper and and put some of these into action. How do I begin the process of going about converting my existing IRA or existing 401k, excuse me, into a Roth IRA position? What do we do? Well, we have to exercise your right to convert it. So it's called a conversion or a conversion process. All right. Having said that, basically, it may not happen in one fell swoop, because if it did, you would be claiming all of that million dollars in your 401k as income that year, thus paying tax on the full million dollars that year and probably costing yourself, oh, I don't know, maybe 35 to 40 percent of it immediately. So you'd immediately see your million drop down to about six hundred to $650,000. Yikes. And you were planning on income from the million, right? So, so let's back up. Let's not do that. Instead, let's look at a time horizon. Let's look at a timeline for you and your spouse and maybe decide we know your income is going to take a big hit next year or the next few years because you're not working anymore and now you're going to be living on your Social Security and maybe a small pension and or the income you and I generate from your nest egg, from your million bucks, okay? Well, but you're saying, I don't want to pay tax on that. All right. So it may take us, we're going to get a tax person involved. I'm not a tax expert by any means, 
Okay, nor do I profess to be one. I'm not an attorney, so I'm not, I'm not an attorney. I can't offer legal advice, and I'm not a tax man. I can't give you uh, specific tax advice. We'd have to get a CPA involved. Now, if you have a good one, we'd have them involved in this conversation we're having. But if you don't, then we'll get mine involved. Dustin Despain, I mentioned him several times. I'll keep mentioning him. He's a great guy, and he does a great job, okay? But we would get Dustin involved, and he would lay out a plan for you and it may take five years. So what does that mean? In simple terms, let's just use the five-year idea. Then in essence, what's going to happen is one-fifth of that million will get spun off this year or 200000 And then next year, another 200000 The year after, another two hundred. The year after, and the year after. So in five years, instead of taking all million out at one time, we're not doing that. We're only taking 200000 out. So now you reduce your tax consequence down to just paying taxes on the 200000 which still may not be a small chunk of change. So we may end up taking 10 years to do this to roll this million. We may only move 100000 a year because let's just say you have enough deductions or you start a little side business after you retire, right? And a lot of people do this, by the way, and not so much for income because they love their hobby. And a lot of people love their hobby. They make knickknacky things or they, they paint things or and they decide to turn into a small business. Well, what's the beauty of owning a business? You get a lot of extra tax deductions. So if you own a small business and you can take uh, some losses in certain areas that you couldn't otherwise do so, then maybe, okay, we spread it over 10 years and now here comes 100000 out but you're not necessarily touching it. You're just pulling it out of your 401k position and rolling it into your Roth position or a Roth position. But by doing so, maybe we reduce your taxes down to a 10% number because you have enough deductions going on. So now uh, you aren't paying 40 or 35% of that 100. You're paying 10%. Now you're paying 10,000. So you might even tell the uh, old 401k company, let's say it's with Fidelity, take the 10,000 out ahead of time for me and just send us the 90, send me the 90. And they will, they'll send the 10,000 right on down the stream to IRS. They'll give you the net 90. And then you and I would take that 90 and go plop it in your brand new Roth IRA that we formulated here at triple H. And next year, here comes another hundred. Again, you have another 10,000 in taxes due, send it off. The other 90 gets plopped into your lap. You take that, add that to your Roth position until ultimately 10 years go by when it's all said and done, you've paid a hundred thousand in taxes, not 350 or 400,000 in taxes, but you did so over a lengthy period of time. But guess what? We still had time to grow all that money. So you're still having $900,000 of your own money left to work with. Now it's in a Roth position, but Oh, by the way, all the while it's been earning between four and seven. And why do I say that? Because I can guarantee you between 4 and 7% rate of return on one of these or several of these safe money alternatives. And I can do so without uh, any stock market risk whatsoever, as long as we're doing it for income purposes down the road, which is why most people are honestly coming to see me anyway. Let's move on to the next, uh, the number uh, four in our list of uh distribution uh, problems we could face. Number four is a big one. It's inflation. Okay. And why I say that is because when you and I stop working, what happens to our income? It becomes fixed. You've heard the term fixed income. I live on a fixed income. Most seniors say that. Well, I have a fixed income, a fixed budget, a fixed, uh, you know, my income is fixed. Well, why is that? Because they're not working anymore. So they don't get promotions and they don't get pay raises. 
Those are the two big reasons they're fixed. Okay, once you stop working for a paycheck, you stop having the ability to earn a pay raise unless we offer a program that gives you a pay raise. And oh, by the way, there is a program out there that will tell you this offered by Alliance, Alliance, excuse me, Alliance Insurance Company. And they tell you in their literature, your first paycheck is your worst paycheck because as the market goes up, your paycheck goes up with it. Okay. It's called the Alliance 360 if you want to look into it and Google it, check it out but it's called the Allianz 360. It is a fixed indexed annuity, but it it follows the stock market only on the upswings, not the downswings. It pays a little less than some of the other annuities out there that uh, as far as payouts go, they start lower. But if you're going to live 15 or 20 years, that may be a great option because it'll end up paying a lot higher. For example, two and a half years ago, three years ago, when the market jumped up 17.91%, well, guess what your paycheck would have jumped up that year? 17.91%. So in that case, no, you're not on a fixed budget or a fixed income. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're using that product, you're on a, an inflation adjusted income. And I'll tell you, what if your income that year was 20,000 bucks? Okay. I don't have a calculator right in front of me, but take 17 per, oh yes, I do. Take, say 20,000 times uh, 1.1791 equals your paycheck the next year would jump from 20 to 23,582. Now, never can go below that. That 23,582 is your new floorboard, right? Well, that's kind of cool. But so another way to address inflation is to keep a poor. So here comes your million dollar of a 401k, right? And I do this quite often. I would split it into a 50-50 situation or maybe a 60-40 situation and maybe even a 70-30 situation depending on how much income you really need, but that's the most. I usually recommend a 70-30 split. But let's just say we did that. We did. Let's just say we chose a 60-40 split. So you have a million dollar 401k and you come to Triple H Financial Group looking for advice, looking for safe advice, safe money advice, and you're looking for a safe money manager or someone who deals with safe alternatives, okay? Well, you found him, TJ Hell, right? And we're going to talk about things, but you say to me, I really, 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 my wife and I need 40,000 a year in income. Okay. So we're going to do the manufacturing of the rates and look up what, what the, uh, each company is paying each of these safe, uh, indexed alternatives is paying. And we'll find you one that's going to pay right around $40,000. But let's say that 40,000 is going to take 600,000 to do, which is about what it would take, by the way, just keep it simple. Okay. So between six and 650,000 is what it would take to produce about 40,000 a year in income. So you say to me, TJ, my wife and I, we need 40,000 on top of our social security, on top of the little pension I got, uh, you know, from XYZ company and so forth. We need an extra 40,000 to come from this million dollars. All right. So then we would turn around and take 600 of that, plop it in an income producing bucket immediately. And literally, if you said, and we'd kind of like it to start, you know, one year from today. So we want to give you the money. We want to let it grow for a year. But in a year, we want that 40 grand to begin because we got a little savings. We, we can survive on between now and then and our social security is fine and blah, blah, blah. So we wait a year. So a year and a day later, we click the income stream on now. Here comes your 40 plus thousand dollars and it may have grown uh, a little bit, which means your 40 may now be 41 or $42,000 a year. Okay. Uh, but either way you said 40, we'll give you a minimum of 40 or more in that example. But now guess what? 
you're going to say, well, TJ, what am I doing with the other $400,000 if I'm only giving you six hundred dollars to produce income? Well, that's where it gets interesting. Now we address the inflation issue, okay, which is the elephant in the room. How do we do that? We're going to take your remaining $400,000 and guess what? We're going to go find a safe money alternative, a safe indexed alternative, but for growth, for growth only and only growth. And we're going to plop it in a growth bucket. Again, that can't go down if the market drops like a rock, but it can certainly go up. But we're going to plop that 400 in a growth-oriented bucket, same type of a bucket. It's connected to the uh, uh, index strategy, okay, a fixed index strategy. But we're going to let that sucker sit and grow and, and ride the wave. So the last topic for distribution return or distribution phase as far as risks are concerned. We've gone through market volatility, sequence of return risk. We've gone through longevity and health risks. We've gone through the tax liability or tax risk. We've talked about inflation. And now we're going to talk about legacy. Okay. Legacy or legacy planning. So what do we do with all that money that you may have left over? So remember, we let's go back to my quick example of the inflation uh, deal where we've got 600,000 or you know 60% of your million dollar 401k in an income producing bucket paying you 40,000 a year every year for the rest of your life uh, unless we choose the Allianz product that has an inflation adjusted uh, rider built into it which means your first paycheck is your worst paycheck and so if the market goes up your paycheck goes up right but we have this other growth bucket for 400,000 that I just gave you the example. If we let it grow for five or six or seven years, it grows to 650. We scoop off the interest only 250. We add that back to your pension bucket of 600. Now we're paying you an income based on 850,000 instead of 600,000. We give you a nice little pay raise, probably jump you up from 40 to about $60,000 a year. And you still have the 400 left over, right? In the growth bucket. But let's just say we keep doing that. Every five years, you say, TJ, scoop off interest from the growth bucket, roll it over into my pension bucket. So uh, my wife and I, my, my husband and I, we've got a, a bigger income stream. And we keep doing that. Well, what are you going to do with the 400000 in that in that growth-only bucket that you're never touching? Again, you're only touching interest in my scenario right here. Okay. So if you've only ever touched interest along the way, now you're going to be asking yourself, well, okay, well, honey, what are our plans for the 400,000? Let's just say you're like me and you have three children. There's a lot of people out there that have three kids and I do. I, I personally do. I have three beautiful daughters, Heather, Holly, and Haley. So mom and I would be thinking this very same thing. We'd be thinking, okay, we've got our pension bucket paying us an income, but we got this growth bucket over here for $400,000. Well, what are we going to do with that? Well, now we start talking about the legacy planning part of the conversation, which, by the way, is the third and final phase of climbing Mount Everest. Okay, so we've talked about comparing Mount Everest to the climb of life and life in general. So the climb up is the accumulation phase. That's when you're working and growing your working years, building your assets. Then you've got the distribution phase. Now you're living on your assets. And then finally, you've got the preservation phase, which is, where does all of that money or where do all of your assets go when you and your spouse take your final breath and go along about your way to the next experience? And I hope the next experience is just as fun, if not funner than this one for you. But we've got to do some planning because you don't want to just leave it to the, the wind, right? We don't want to just leave it to the state or the federal government to decide. 
I mean, and if I were to ask you face-to-face, eyeball-to-eyeball, unless you just absolutely hate your kids or grandkids or you've disowned them, if I were to say to you, would you rather leave your money to the government or to your kin? Kinfolk, I'm going to call them, your kinfolk. Okay, could be your kids, could be your favorite niece or nephew, could be your grandchildren, okay? It could be your sister and her kids. I don't care, but if given the choice, would you rather leave your money to the government or family? I'll tell you, 99.99% of the time, I'm going to get this answer. Well, my family, of course, you boob. Well, I expected you to say that, okay? So now we got to do some planning to make sure the family does get it, and they get it in the simplest, easiest way possible. We don't want to make it difficult for anybody to, to, you know, get a hold of this. We certainly don't want them to go through probate, and if you don't choose a probate-free asset, then guess what? You've chosen a probatable asset. Remember, people don't plan to fail. They just forget to plan. They, they fail to plan. So remember the old cliche, if you, if you, if you fail to plan by default, you have automatically chosen to plan to fail. Okay. So keep that in mind when we're talking about your retirement and your distribution of assets after you and your partner are gone. So we talk about that 400,000, cause let's say you've lived on the $600,000 bucket or whatever it's grown to, and you've eaten all that up and it will never go away. So let me make a side note here. You can never outlive your pension. You and your spouse can never outlive that pension bucket, but that doesn't mean there might be any money left in it when you're all done though. Let's talk about the kids. You've got three of them. I've got three of them. Let's say we grew that 400 to $800,000. Okay. So now there's 800,000 to play with. Well, you could do simply divide it by three and give each child one third, one third, and one third. And, or you might say, no, I've got 10 grandchildren. I want to give each of the grandchildren a little piece. So you might say, I'm going to give 10% to uh, each of my uh, kids and grandkids. Okay. You can do it that way. It's up to you. Or you can say, no, it goes to my kids, but if they're not living, it goes to their share will go to their children, however many children they have. Okay. We can do that. That's per stirpes versus per capita means no. If one of those three children die, The two remaining kids split the balance 50-50 and goes from there. If two of the three die, then per capita, only one will receive the benefit. The other two and their families are left out of the mix. I never recommend per capita. I always recommend per stirpiece, okay? But so just keep this in mind. We can absolutely do some legacy planning and involve some life insurance products or or product type in the mix. So you say, TJ, I've got this bucket of money worth 400 or 600 or 800,000. And I want to make darn sure I get it over uh, to the children, but I also want to do so tax-free. Okay. Now we're talking one and only one product left in America that does that. And that is life insurance. Okay. But we may take, and we're not doing premium payments, but we may take 400 of the 800,000 or we may take 500 or 600, or we may take all 800. I'm not saying what we'll do, but we may take a portion and dump it into a life insurance policy. And I'm going to use the 400 because here's why. Most companies, if you're in reasonable shape, at least most companies I deal with, will go up between one and a half and two times value. So if you gave them 400,000, their immediate debt benefit is going to jump to six or eight, between six and 800,000. So again, if you gave the insurance company 400, and you pass away, instantly that 400 turns into 600, 700, 750, or $800,000 for your family, and it gets paid out all tax-free. So if you had 800,000 in your bucket, 
and you only want to use 400 to do the life insurance plan, then guess what? That leaves another 400 for you to put somewhere else. Maybe go to your favorite charity, okay? Because if you send it to a charity, then, you know, they're a charitable organization. They can write off the taxes anyway. Just food for thought. Something you still need to take up with your CPA and or your attorney to discuss in detail. But believe it or not, we are out of time. Gosh, the time goes by so fast. We are out of time. So to wrap this show up, ladies and gentlemen, you can reach out to me by calling 520-886-8700, 520-886-8700, or you can go to my website, www.tjhowe.com and click the Meet TJ button or, or click uh, when the next workshop is. By the way, I'm glad I remembered. Our next workshop is coming up on November the 3rd and 5th or the 5th and the 7th. And I apologize, my calendar. It is the 5th and the 7th. We will be out at Vail High School, Empire High School in the Vail School District. For those of you that live in Rita Ranch or the Rita Ranch area, we will be discussing Social Security and we're adding Medicare. I've brought on a new team member, Terry Goots. In fact, I'm going to be having her interview here with me next week. So I'll have her on board and I'll let her explain about herself next week. So we'll get to know. Okay. But we're going to start adding a Medicare piece to my social security workshops. And then the second date. So one of the dates will be the social security side of the fence. The second date. Okay. Will be topics related to my book, the seven major threats to a secure retirement and how we address them and how we teach you to address them. Okay. So we're going to do a smorgasbord and don't forget, we're coming out one more seminar. So we'll have four seminars total, Social Security, Medicare, and they'll be kind of tied together. Uh, my uh, book seminar, which is just, we're calling it the Retirement Planning Seminar, how to avoid the seven major threats to your secure retirement. And then the fourth and final seminar we're creating right now is called Empowering Women. For you ladies out there, single, widowed, divorced women, we are gearing this seminar directly to you and you only. Now you can bring your guy friends, guy pals if you want, but I'm telling you, this seminar is geared for you ladies specifically. And I looked at my book of business and 70% of my book is made up of single widowed or divorced women. So I want to focus most of my attention on helping you ladies out, uh, making sure you're well taken care of. Cause I think a lot of times, uh, we forget to talk about you or talk to you about your specific set of circumstances. And we won't do that. So the final seminar that hasn't been created yet, but is in the mix is called Empowering Women. When you start seeing Facebook ads for Empowering Women, I highly recommend you click on the yes button and attend one of those. Ladies, it'll be worth your time in gold. That's how powerful this seminar will be. Until next time, God bless each and every one of you. I appreciate all of my listeners, if you're new to the show, welcome aboard. If you've been listening regularly, thank you for your support and your uh, listenership. We do greatly appreciate it. But again, a big shout out to each and every one of you. Uh, thank your police officers. Thank your firefighters and your first responders. Uh, salute your military. And if you are in the military, God bless you and the work you do. We love you all. Okay. Until next time, take care, ladies and gentlemen. Over and out. Thank you for listening to Money Talks with TJ Howe. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact TJ Howe at Triple H Financial. Call 520-977-5297 
or visit their website at triplehfinancial.com. TJ Howe and Triple H Financial are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. 